Welcome back to the Owl House Podcast. If you're enjoying this series of reactions, please follow or subscribe to the podcast, and please leave a review for it on whichever audio site you're using. If you want to watch new podcast episodes extra early, check out my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid. Thank you. Welcome back to Owl House Jake's Meatloaf review time. Stop. Yay. <laughs> uh, we just we just watched we just watched episode three and now we're gonna talk about it i'm gonna talk about it first so uh i liked it basically overall <laughs> i think the relationships and like it was it was really cute the new characters were fun and they got a, they got a good amount of focus except for um the boy i don't I didn't even catch his name but he, he was Gus. he didn't really Gus. He didn't really nothing really happened with him there but that's okay mm-hmm. um but willow's fun and the other one amity is fun they even make the school setting interesting by having it have like the bell that screams and the lockers were like monsters and stuff so <laughs> it, it it's not mm-hmm. like just harry potter even though like it kind of very obviously is trying to be that sort of thing wow an opinion just kidding <laughs> Dom. Oh, I, I don't know if Crown's done. No, I'm done. I'm done. All right. So for me, when I saw the opening, um, I I think like first time or second time watching the show, I was really worried because I did see that there were students and there was a school setting, and I was like, oh no, is it gonna be like? Is it gonna turn into like an entire series of like she goes to school with them? And I'm like, I kind of don't want that because I like the chaos that that the main cast has. I'm glad that it didn't turn out that way, where it's just she makes friends. Hey, the night is young. Uh, please, no. Oh my god, please. <laughs> Wait, what'd I, you say? I, I, Tipsy said the night is young. Uh, I mean, the night is young, to be fair, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think it should be like here in like episode four, she starts going to school. Like, I, I kind of don't want that. And I'm glad that they didn't. For now, she's we'll banned. see if I like it if they ever do it. Yeah, she's banned. Um, anyway, greatest impressions of this episode is I love the character designs. I really love the character designs. They are good, and I love them. The voice cast is good for them too. I was um, gonna say that the even like mm-hmm. all the background characters are awesome, yes. which I appreciate. Yes, yes. Oh, I love Willow and I love Amity, and I guess I love Gus mostly for his voice. Uh, it's cute. But <laughs> it's cute. Do you know who voiced him? Uh, I don't know who voiced him, but it was a cute voice. Uh, and every time they make King act cute, I like reflexively think I won't like it. But then I see it, and then I obviously do. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. God damn I it. I think I think they do a good job with it because they could have easily made him like always be like, I'm not cute, and like fight it. But a lot of times mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, I am. <laughs> so it's, <kinda> nice. <laughs> it's adorable, especially um. when Luz like scratched his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, adorable. He jumped into her arms when he was scared. Yes. Yes. It blows my mind that Willow is not Tara Strong. Am I the only one who thinks that she sounds just like Tara Strong? No. Uh, I'll have to listen to her again to think to... I- I've heard so much of Tara Strong. She sounds like the Twilight Sparkle voice to me. <laughs> I've heard Tara Strong so much at this point, I, I will instantly recognize her when I hear her Yeah, voice. same, same, same. I don't know how much I should t- talk about, like, favorite characters already, because mm-hmm. I obviously have seen more, but I like Amity a lot. She is my mm-hmm. favorite, and I love her voice actress so much, so I'm excited she's finally introduced. I'm, it's literally been three episodes, and I'm like, finally! But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what stood um, out to you in this episode? 
I mean, I, I, like you already said, like, the designs, like, just, like, the first introduction to the school, it, I, I like how interesting it is, and it has, like, its own identity, I guess. This episode showcased, like, two particular styles of magic, abominations, and plants. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and this is the first episode with, like, without just, like, the s plot on the main cast, it's, like, introducing a bunch of new people at once, and I don't think I dislike any of them. Even, like, Amity, when I first saw the episode, I was like, wow, she's mean, but I like her. <laughs> I don't know why, but she's mm -hmm. just she's just fun to have on screen. Um, I like that Principal Bump is just, like, an imp eating a guy. <laughs> I don't know, like... <laughs> what if he is human? Yeah, oh, that's a... Ooh, that's a good point. Ooh, theory. <laughs> wow, wow. I never thought about yeah. that. <laughs> All right, Dom. Uh, Dom's personal theory: Do not steal. That seems like the most obvious thing to think about too, and I'm just like, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you feel about the episode two, Liv? Okay, yeah, I like this one a lot. It's introducing some of the secondary cast. Willow and Gus are great. Amity's a really well executed version of that archetype of character of like the, the like rich popular mean girl basically mm -hmm. um who's good at magic in this in this one yeah like it was cool and we got, and we got to see the the abominations like i mentioned in plants which are specific styles of magic unlike sort of anything we've seen from Ida do just, just seems like general stuff which she uh, talked about at the beginning of the episode like she didn't finish school like doesn't like it <laughs> as an institution and honestly she's right king had a worm i don't know that part was not as good as the rest of it but it was cool yeah i like seeing like the different schools of magic like kind of getting a glimpse into like what exactly the mad how exactly the magic works in their universe a little peek how about you tipsy Right, okay then, so uh, when when the episode started and she was like, oh, you can't go to magic school, um, and then the plot of her going to magic school, I feel like I want to learn a bit more about Ida before mm -hmm. we get distracted with the rest of the Owl House world, but um, first of all, I did find it hilarious that Ida was a school dropout and that she hated it's school so just, because, just because she had some bad experiences with school so she wouldn't teach her apprentice properly. But when they did the school bullying plot, I rolled my eyes. I What you need to know about me is I absolutely loathe bullying plots. I think they are the oh. most boring thing and most awkward thing on television. So I I wasn't like chuffed about that. But, mm. um, but when she went to school and then Draco, I'll call her, a Amity wasn't is that a Amity. Amity. Yeah. Amity Blight, yeah. Okay, well Draco, um <laughs> <laughs> she was funny. I felt bad for her because she was just trying to be the best student and prove her worth. And then and then, then comes along Willow and they just cheat. When the first half of the episode was kind of generic and copycat, um shit got real in the second half, um, mm -hmm. when they started using the magic and when the um, teacher came in and sealed the entire school with spells and then Widow started fighting with her binds. And also, I love August. Um, he is my son. And how <laughs> dare you insult him earlier by saying that he wasn't the most important part of the episode ground. <laughs> I'm just saying he, he didn't show up enough. But, well, <laughs> you know what? I think there's a whole bright future ahead full of August in our part. So there we go. Um, and... That is my opinion on the episode. I thought the moral was a bit funny because all she did was give her a seed and then she got the credit for 
But right? Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Like, you, you know, Mob Psycho One Hundred. Um, yeah, it'd be funny if they did a thing like that where Ida just says something random and then Liv thinks it's some life-changing knowledge because it helps her um, randomly during mm-hmm. the day. So um, I, I want to learn more about Ida more than anything and why it she's is, a neat. It is interesting. Obviously, that her lesson was kind of awful, but at the same time, I don't know if it's self-proclaimed or if it's actually known, but she's, like, supposed to be, like, most powerful witch on the Boiling Isles, and it's, like, if she, Mm -hmm. like, dropped out of school, maybe she genuinely does know something different than everyone else, and and maybe her crazy methods have more merit than it seems. Yeah, I mean, she's evaded the cops for this long, right? It's because she's amazing. Even though she's the owl lady, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. do people know that she lives in the owl house? Because apparently, <laughs> it, apparently, it's a secret hideout. Even though she walked like three feet and was like already at the school. <laughs> <laughs> but I assume that was just a cutaway shot. So. Yeah. Also, when who do you said you know like that way and then used the weather being to point? That was funny. But that way. was cute. And yeah. You know, said but the only thing in that direction is the school. But like, wasn't it just pointing just? Yeah, yeah, just normally. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing in that direction, that specific direction, is the school. Everything else. There's nothing between (laughs) the house and that school. Like, it's just funny. Yeah. Tulip said that King's subplot wasn't all that interesting, and like it wasn't, but I did like it more than the previous episode because it felt like um, King and Ida actually had a separate adventure, where in episode two Mm -hmm. they kind of just followed Luz and like figured out a mystery that we already knew. So, like, it, it felt like they there was actually two plots going on here. Yeah. And also, so I'm looking on the Owl House wiki. Um, it's dead, apparently. But these oh, episodes great. have, these episodes have like, Gravity Falls-style, like, cipher things hidden in them. This is from episode two. Heck? Oh, really? I'm guessing they haven't been translated yet. Or From what I can find, it looks like it's probably some sort of made-up code that, like, they have to show us, like, how to solve it later on. Yeah, I do remember, like, hearing about that, like, when these episodes were newer, but, like, hadn't heard anything about it since then, and I guess it's because people haven't been putting in the, in the work to translate yeah. it or whatever. There's not even, like, pictures of these on the wiki, like, or anything on the wiki about these codes being in the episodes. I guess we have to start it. Yeah. Let, figure <laughs> out the codes. Figure out the codes. All right, what about ratings? Yes, ratings. I will say... This is a seven as well. I give the other episode a seven. Ooh, this, is seven. Mu- this is much mm. closer to an eight than the other episode, but I would say seven just because mm. it's it's slightly like Tipsy saying like slightly just kind of doesn't really get interesting until the ending. It's a nine for me. I just love the characters too much. Uh, the new characters were very charming, and I love their design, and they're wonderful. I'm excited to see more of them. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a I give it an eight personally. I really like it so. But mm. I, I agree with criticism, so solid 8 for me. Um, I give it a 7 out of 10. Good foundation for future episodes. Mm. Um, first half of the episode was so dull. I um, liked it! <laughs> yeah, well, I had this conversation with Chan, was like, why do you hate the first half of everything? Well, it's just because the first half is the setup and it's dull, and then the good stuff but, happens in the second half, and then you get But excited. the setup is so good because you feel the potential, you feel the excitement. I agree Ooh. with that. The second half would not feel good if the first half was, like, just as hype as the second half, you know? You need that, you need that rising. 
You can make good introductions, you know, like if we saw the magic school and all the magic that's in the school other than the abominations and the plants, you know? Nah. I I disagree, because you're like, oh my god, they might go to the school, oh my god, I might Mm. see this, and then you see it, and you're like, whoa! (laughs) But I agree in the sense that, like, it could have been more interesting, I guess, in in some aspects, so. I do like that this is a Disney Channel TVY7 cartoon show, and the first three seconds was about them scavenging a dead ocean creature yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> i like the, the i like the, the joke i love the screaming bell that was my favorite gag mm-hmm. yeah so uh uh i think this episode's great i'm giving it a nine out of ten hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah look at me and tula being big brain as opposed to me and crown to a small brained <laughs> i gave it an eight there's a, a, a nice spread two sevens and eight two nines that's awesome yeah this is a big average I will also mention, now that you mentioned the the dead thing in the beginning, I'm very interested that there's just, like, a giant sea monster. I'm like, I want to see more monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see more monsters? Uh, see uh, monsters? Oh. <laughs> 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 We're at, like, 17 minutes. Do you want to wrap this one up? Yeah, all yeah. right. Yep. On to episode four. Yay! I love this next episode. Uh, I, I mean, I have no opinion. Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming very soon. If you're enjoying this series, please leave a review for it. We'd love to know what you think. Check this episode's description to find where you can follow my friends and I. Consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I do video reviews of cartoons, and I upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day.